You're listening to DraftKings Network. Today on the first segment, we're talking about Japan. I just got back from Japan, so I'm excited to be back. You, yeah, did you almost forget? <laughs> I almost forgot. And you, and you also came back all the way from Grand, Grand Rapids, Michigan. Which I'd love to forget. <laughs> <laughs> no, you had a great time hanging out with U.S. soccer stars. Legends. All the stars. So, and we talk about uh, a couple things going on, uh, some robbery going on in France. I, uh, you know, it's, it's still illegal there. I, don't, I think people don't know. <laughs> they, I think they forgot. And we talk about some shirtless soccer players in the stands, not... Not on the pitch. No, not at all. And in the second segment, we talk to Max Berretos. That's right. And Cuano. You used to remember him from ESPN, but now he is in charge of all LAFC content, and he's doing some amazing stuff. We talked to him about getting sunburned. We talked to him about rugby. We talked to him about soccer. We talked to him about NFL football. We talk about a lot of stuff, that and more, on this episode of The Cooligans! Hi, I'm John Strong. I'm the large bald man who stands next to Stu Holden when you watch soccer on Fox Sports. You are listening... To the Cooligans. Yeah, baby! <laughs> Let's, go. Let's go. I'm back, baby. Ah, not on television anymore. <laughs> oh, oh, what? oh, no. I am on television. <laughs> but it's not like that double uh, O word. It was Inception, <laughs> bro. You were on television on television. That's right. For a second, I'm like, did did we get canceled? Did you get information that I did not get? You know, the odds are that we get canceled the week you're not here, and it's just me. <laughs> uh, but no, I, I am back. I am back from Japan, and you got to uh, travel a bit as well. Yeah, uh, went to uh, pretty equal. Went to Grand Rapids, Michigan, baby. Fancy. Okay. I will, uh, but we will. Oh, you're going to the Far East? Well, I'm going to Western Michigan. <laughs> Okay. What you know about that, What dog? you know about it, baby? <laughs> we got WM, baby. WM. <laughs> I forgot which way I was going. <laughs> anyway, hello. Uh, my name is Christian Polanco. I'm Alexis Guerrero. All right, we are your favorite stand-up comedians that host the funniest soccer show that you have ever watched on television. And heard in your ears and <laughs> stared at with which eyes. It's amazing. That's right. Because we're amazing. We're incredible. Okay. <laughs> yeah, all right, cool. I'm glad, I'm glad you're confident. Confidence has not gone down. Ever. Oh, it don't go nowhere, baby. It only keeps going up, uh, like but, my blood pressure. Exactly. But, but it's it's not only the funniest soccer show that you've ever uh, watched or no, listened but it to. Is, though. It is that. It is. Yes. But it's not just that. It's not exclusive. It also that. happens to be the gulliest. That's right. <laughs> of all time. <laughs> when we start the show with WM, you know, you we, know, what I mean, you know, what we mean, we don't mean waste management. Shouts to my wife's uncles. <laughs> you know, they're watching. Oh, they. Stay Stay watching. <laughs> All right, always got keep gotta keep an eye on, on, on Alexis. On the asset. What's you he? What's know what I mean? All right, I'm just trying to make sure he's treating my sister all right or whatever. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, no, you know this is the thing about Italian Americans. They don't say sister. They'll say my mother's daughter. Ooh. <laughs> you know what I mean? they, it's a, it's the opposite. They're like, why are you adding more? Yeah, yeah. It's yeah. Just like every, How dare you talk to my father's wife that way? Don't you mean mother? <laughs> How dare you talk to my sister's mother that way? It's also your mother. Okay. <laughs> I always found this strange. I had a, a couple of my Colombian friends. They would they would be talking to like a sibling, and uh-huh. they and they would say, um, "Don't talk to uh, my mom that way." Oh, but it's like, 
or you know, like, or don't talk to our mom. That it's like a, a strange. Just, you could what do just you say, want them to the, say? Well, it's just like don't talk to mom. That we, we have the same mother. Don't yeah, the hour, the hour or, the or the my. It's just <laughs> yeah. like why are you adding yeah. that identifier? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like if you're saying something disrespectful. Don't talk to your co-host that way. <laughs> I mean me. <laughs> okay, that's yeah, it's confusing for everybody. Huh? <laughs> Who's related to who? <laughs> All right, somebody get out an org chart <laughs> for this family. So uh, we are we are excited to be and we finally get to do an unboxing on the show. So. Uh, this is Alexis's. We had them add extra cameras. This is Alexis's bread and butter. If people do not know, <laughs> now I'm hungry because uh, <laughs> uh, he really just wants to eat on the show. <laughs> Did somebody say bread and butter? <laughs> we should unbox food, yo. Someone send us food. <laughs> Yeah, just, just USPS, <laughs> send us food. Uh, okay, so let's get going. Why don't you open, uh, which what do you want to start with? I'll, I'll start with this one. Okay. We, and we covered up the addresses because we know y'all, sneaky muff. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'll, I'll open the small one. Okay, go for it. This is cool. Look, look, we got a camera this, right up here. This is crazy. They, we, this is wild. You can even see the kicks. Fubo. Okay. <laughs> Fubo, this, this is the kick cam as I well. Know. Okay. A pussy cam. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, okay. We're like complex all of a sudden. <laughs> so Fubo, look th look at the, the, the effort that Fubo's putting. Okay. Cooligans. Congrats for now. <laughs> Only because I know there's more to come. Oh, okay. That's okay, because nice. it sounds like a threat. It sounds ominous at first. <laughs> Congrats for now. I'm behind you. Uh, keep it going, and uh, we'll keep the snug kids coming. Oh, okay, I know what this is. Uh, let me know if you ever need a fouler mouth guest. I doubt you would be. Uh, so this is. Oh, look at this. Oh, look at that. Look at this. We got. Oh, there it is. All right. David this Beckham from, looking great. This is from Tens Club. Oh, they sent us the kits. Oh, my goodness. Yo, shouts to Umbro Medium. We know that's yours. Okay. <laughs> and, uh, Unless something <laughs> drastically happened you know, in Grand Rapids. <laughs> intermittent Besting says I can eat for eight hours a day, is not it, eight hours a week. Is, <laughs> it boys be is it intermittent fasting or a meth problem? That <laughs> yeah. You boys going to start doing cocaine. Okay. You want to see me lose weight? Unreal. Look these at these beautiful kids. These are gorgeous. You know what? This actually might fit me. What do you mean? Like, it's an extra it's, large, not a double X. Oh, okay. I'm like saying, and they it said should be your size. Kid. He messaged me and said, what, what size are you? And I said, depends. If it's snug, double X. If it's big, uh, extra large. And he goes, look out for an extra snug, extra large. <laughs> so if you guys don't know Tens Club, Lucas Shanks... Shouts to Lucas Shanks, who's the one who sent us this. Tense Club is like a, uh, I know it's it's a newsletter, but it's like a, uh, it's, it's not a, it's not a store. No, but every time they release a newsletter, they also put in a product. There's merch that comes along with the yeah, newsletter. Yeah. And it sells out super quickly, and it's really hard to get. So your boy is wild excited. Yeah, yeah, it's like a, like a hype beast soccer. Do you know this? You know, this? is it the Latino way to see if something fits without trying it on? Do you know this? No, I, I don't know this. So check this out, right? You put your, you go right where the armpits are, where the, with the fabric, <laughs> and then you go around. And depending on where it hits on the side, you'll know if it's tight or not, or big. So where, where is it supposed to it's hit? It's a little snug. <laughs> it's, all right, so look, if it goes well, like back here. If it's hitting the love handles just right, or what? <laughs> well, you know, everything I do be hitting it right. <laughs> but married, okay. Uh, but, yo, if it goes back here, it kind of fits, like, loose. If it hits here, it's a little tight. Okay. And right now, let's just say, you know what? Your boy could lose another five pounds before he puts this back. Boy on. Okay. But shouts to Umbro, man. Umbro be making, look at this with the old school tie. All right. Look at this. this I, I, all right. I'll open this. This is, um, I know that who this is from. This is from Brandon Schechter, Gully Squad member. I, Atlanta Gully United Squad fan. Member. Great, great dude. Uh, we've hung out with him a whole bunch. 
Uh, he, I don't even know if we're allowed to throw stuff back here. We're just throwing all of our garbage <laughs> back here. Hey, Fubo, pick up the garbage. <laughs> yeah. Hurry up in here. This place is a mess. <laughs> so my favorite thing here is that, uh, that the note is written on a, a Chantix. <laughs> No, I don't know why. <laughs> isn't this that the Ray Liotta one? Ch- Chantix, right? Am I right? Yeah, is that that's right. Cialis? Uh, Cialis? No, it's uh, what is this for? What is Chantix for? I'm sorry. It's it's out to stop smoking. Okay, okay. thank you, our producer and your JB. No, we never stop smoking because if you want that smoke, you came to the right. (laughs) You came to the right show. All right, cool. Uh, Okay, so uh, he said, and he says, ask your doctor about enhancing your supporter section with Chantix. Okay, so he goes, Yo, Christian Alexis, uh, congrats on the TV show. So excited every time I see it. Absolutely love what you guys bring to American soccer uh, culture, and proud to be in Gully Squad. Thank you, man. Uh, I love the the note I got from you guys with the stickers. Yes, I wrote that note. I sent him. you stickers. are the one who writes the notes. I do, I, I correct, do yeah, because Alexis has a very tough time reading and writing. Uh, yeah, it's not, it's not, I wouldn't put it on my resume as a skill. Also, my resume written in crayon. Um, in, uh, in return, here are some of uh, my Joseph uh, stinker, stickers. So, Which Joseph Martinez has. That's right. The, these are uh, stickers. If Maybe you can get it on this camera. Uh, this is Angry Joseph. Uh, look at that. So uh, And he goes, I also figured you guys might need some more it's fly scarves uh, for your new TV set. Enjoy from Brent. Thank you oh, so much. This is uh, another f- a footy mob. We have a footy mob scarf already. But this but one this is the has the one. official Southern motto that they have, which says "Bless your heart" on That's it. That's right. Look which at that. we know really means something disrespectful. <laughs> I didn't know that. I was told that a lot my first time in the Southern. I'm like, man, they're so nice here. So As thank I cut you. them off. <laughs> How about this? Look, uh, this is uh, to show love to the people who show love to us, which is what we say. Each supporters group in Columbus that makes up the Nordeca which is their supporter section, yeah. has donated an item of merchandise to send to us. We appreciate all you do to promote and support soccer in America, and we particularly love and appreciate the way you show love to Columbus crew, especially during the Save the Crew moment. Saved the crew because of us. That's we right. We saved did Save the crew. You're welcome. We did a comedy show uh, for the Columbus crew when they were almost uh, going to be sold or moved to Austin, and we were like, nah, son, we're showing up. And we saved them. Uh, you're welcome. <laughs> uh, congrats on the new Fubo uh, Sports TV show. Shouts to you guys. Hashtag Stay Gully. So look, they numbered every item. This is and incredible. Giving us a note with what it is. So here, number one, the 2019 Nordeca Respect Your Roots scarf. Nordeca or Northern Corner is a common banner for which all the supporters groups are represented. I so also that's, think is it pronounced Nordeca? They have it right here on how to spell it. Nordeca. Nordeca. Okay, cool. Okay, just so, sure, so it is let's just say the wrong person <laughs> picked up the letter. Okay, but we're trying. Okay. All right. So that's the scarf. You're doing that. Number two, Crew Union T-shirt. One of the supporters groups with the longest history in Columbus. Shirt should. Uh, hopefully, be Alexis's sized. Also, threw in some be- some um, beverage koozies the next time Christian is getting white claw wasted. <laughs> <laughs> so you know, oh, how, you know how I do. That's just a, that's, a, that's a standard Tuesday for me, baby. Three La, Bo- La Turbina Amarilla scarf, which is the Hispanic. And Latinos, uh, the Latino support Beautiful. Group. It is Hispanic Heritage Month, so that's... A- we know from the 15th through the 15th. <laughs> Number four is the Murderer's Row We got 14 Road days shirt. left. We got to capitalize. <laughs> Here you go. That is the Murderer's Row t-shirt. Number five is... Oh the, my they God. put everything in exact <laughs> order. Like, from one through six. This is great. From one through seven. Number five is the Greater Columbus uh, Golden Boys and Girls Scarf, commonly referred to as the GCC Bag Supporters Group and Lifestyle Brand. Okay, you got a lot to open Yo, up. You better hurry up. Stop showing everything. We've got a koozie. Number six <laughs> is the Hive Scarf, the youngest supporters group and Capos in the game. Oh, we met her in... Uh, oh, there's a photo of oh us. Oh, my God. There's a photo of us. 
We met her in uh, Chicago. She's yes. the youngest supporters Yeah, group. the crew bee. The beehive, yeah. The crew bee. But she sent the scarves. Look at this. This is crazy. Believable. This is Christmas right here, dude. There's one more thing. Get Hold it. On. Get that. Okay, yeah. Someone sent us a photo of ourselves. <laughs> Thank God we're not wearing what's in that, huh? Um, Yellow Nation Army Hell is Real t-shirt. Uh, former supporters group who have disbanded but popped up once a year to throw a great tailgate party um, and announced their return in 2020. Uh, not included because they were out of merch, but I got tired of waiting, but we still love them. <laughs> Hudson Street Hooligans and Gate 5 Collective. So shouts to everyone. There it is. You know, if all these people showed up to a Columbus Crew game, maybe they wouldn't have been needed to be safe. <laughs> no, man. <laughs> we love all you guys. Love. Thank you so much for all this stuff. And this, this was old. this was um, Charles uh, Camposano who put all, all of this together. Yes, yes, it is. And Charles is uh, he came to the World Cup Comedy Tour sh show that we did in in Columbus. Great dude. Uh, has triplets. Yes, he does. He has other kids. His wife was from the Bronx, I think, right? Or he is. Oh, I I don't know. Somebody's related to the Bronx somehow in this family. <laughs> So shouts to but them. they're in Ohio now. Yeah, they're in Ohio where it's safe. <laughs> uh, but shouts to you guys. You guys are absolutely awesome. So, uh, okay, so I was in Japan, and I, I'm excited. I'm wearing this uh, rugby kit. It looks amazing. Thank you. I was uh, rugby I, got some dope kits. Yeah, this was um, so this is Japan's kit. Uh, for you know, they, uh, obviously in the Rugby World Cup, so that's what was going on while I was in Japan. The Rugby World Cup was going on. Yeah, so you posted something on Instagram saying all these thick. Argentines they, running they, around. They, a lot of thick Argentines <laughs> with the with the sh with the sh yeah. in their in their Spanish. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right, there was a lot of that, uh, which was cool. It was it was uh, I expected to not be able to really interact with many people in Japan since I don't know Japanese. Right. But one Japanese people speak uh, their English is like they, they can get by. Yeah. Which is impressive, and everything is in English. I, I bet you more people speak English in Japan than in Grand Rapids, Michigan. <laughs> I'm gonna say. say. <laughs> uh, you know what? I'm gonna go, <laughs> go out on a limb. You <laughs> you know, uh, but I, I did have a good time and I did bring you back some stuff. I know we, we'll get we'll get to all the uh, soccer stuff, but I did. Guys, this is more. This is what I want. More and more gifts. I did. Can we just turn this into a gifting podcast? I did. This is for you. Oh, OK. I got you something nice. I've never brought back Christian a gift from any one of my <laughs> travels. It's a fan. Hey. And there's and what's on it? It's two pictures of me. <laughs> <laughs> it's sumo, guys. It's too sumo. And guys. you can uh, fan oh, yourself a little okay. bit if you get a little hot, you know? You know, maybe for if one of my jokes hit. <laughs> you know, this is beautiful. Uh, and I also I I brought this for you and for everyone here at, at Fubo Sports as well. well. I do not share. Uh, let's get <laughs> So that I'll just right uh now. I'll open this and this is uh some uh Matcha chocolate. Ooh! So everybody, uh, wake up! <laughs> so for you, that's for, and that's for everybody in the studio. So you guys feel free to have some. And I have, uh, I got well, some other snacks in here that you guys. Well, can. thank you very much. Uh, Good. So, so feel free to have some, uh, Alexis. So let's uh, let's start with let's start in soccer. Let, uh, let's go to France. <laughs> let's go to France. As I open chocolate, and <laughs> I'm definitely going to eat a piece. Uh, let's go to France because uh, this a bunch of people tweeted this at us. Yes, uh, we we had seen this it. is right up our alley. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Apparently, uh, allegedly, a watch had been stolen from the locker room at OGC Nice, which uh, where Patrick Vieira. Patrick Vieira was the coach. Yes. Right. And um, was uh, 
was Balotelli not removed from this team? Was he not he, on this team last year? Last year he was on the team, but yeah. no, not this year. He's not. Where I don't even know where he's playing right now. Ooh. Was it good? Okay. Okay. <laughs> okay. Not bad. We got an approval. <laughs> Matcha's really good. You know what it tastes like? Kind of just like milk. Okay. Oh, no, I'm getting chocolate now. There it is. <laughs> there it is. <laughs> a little delayed. <laughs> so uh, so if you, if you guys don't know the story, so the, the niece forward, uh, Lamine Diaby uh, Fadiga. Thank uh, you for doing that because I was not. <laughs> so this when we originally saw the story, he was facing dismissal from the team, but he is a, now gone. He is gone. He is gone from the team. But be, the reason was because there was a, his, his teammate, uh, uh, Dolberg, right? Casper uh, so, Dolberg. Casper Dolberg. He is uh, he's new to the team. Uh, obviously, has a, has his own locker. Brings some of his stuff there and puts it there as you as you do. He brought a seventy thousand euro watch. Okay, which what's that in dollars? Like eighty five. I don't know, but it's more than uh, <laughs> no, it's, about, it's about the same euro. The the the. What is it in yen, Mister? The, the pound. I don't know why we're having this conversation, but the pound is is more than the dollar. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But the euro is about the pounds. same. Anyway, very expensive watch. Very expensive. These people watch. make a lot of money. He puts it in his locker, and he's like, everything should be fine. And then here comes <laughs> because the because I'm a professional soccer player from a big club. We all respect each other. We respect the locker room. Okay, and this Diab isn't is like, a- yo. Forget all that noise. <laughs> I want me this watch. So he he stole, so the player uh, he, he overgullied. He overgullied. He stole the watch. But he just okay. You know what you do? You put it on. You take a couple photos. All right. <laughs> you send it to your girl. You know what I mean? Like, you act like you got get, it. You throw it in the IG. People will think it's yours. You don't steal the watch. You don't take it home. Who's, uh, to, realistically, especially when you're a professional footballer and you're making you're making good money, even if you're pretty young. Casper right. uh, Dolberg is 21 years old and can afford without. You know, risk. allegedly can afford. We don't know his finances. <laughs> I'm assuming he can afford uh, uh, an eighty, a seventy thousand dollar watch, right? So this is this is just a, a ridiculous, uh, uh, like. It's just like rich people. You know how um, uh, rich white women steal from like <laughs> department stores. Yeah, yeah. But they the have. They, it's just because they need it. You know what I mean? They, they need the. Uh, they need <laughs> the, to feel the thrill, the adrenaline yeah. of stealing. It's like they can totally buy it, but that's not fun. No, you know what you do? Like if you steal a watch, you're gonna get caught and in trouble. Here's what you don't get in trouble for: rub it in between your butt cheeks. <laughs> now, here's what'll happen: you didn't steal it, right? <laughs> but what you did was you made, you you put something personal on Bro, it. I've the been, next time he puts that watch on, you kind of giggle to yourself. I've been to your house. I'm not going to touch your stuff anymore. It's well, not, uh, I've been to your house. Yeah, exactly. I'm not no, touching you, my stuff either. You shouldn't want to touch your stuff anymore. That's what you do, right? And then Casper's like, how'd I get pink eye? I can't play anymore. And now you're back on the field, baby. <laughs> wow. <laughs> New manager over here. Oh, you see nice. It's not nice anymore. These MLS playoffs, man, it's mostly set, right? Yeah, and the Eastern Conference is set. The Western Conference, nobody wants to host a game. No, <laughs> like no, you do it. No, you do it. No, no, you do it. Yeah, it's like it's a like dinner party. Like, they don't want to. Nobody. It's the wants. opposite of everybody wanting to pay, though. It's like no, no, no. You promised you would. The funny thing is, it's like people complain about, like especially Euro snobs complain that there's just no excitement at the end of the season. Blah 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 blah. Now you, you, dude, you're dead wrong. 
This has been absolutely. This is the penultimate weekend. Yeah, even for the teams that actually can't make the playoffs and have nothing to quote unquote play for, uh, they could be the spoilers. They could be the spoilers, but the, yeah. the games are still, uh, you know, at least somewhat entertaining. Even though, uh, like this weekend, there weren't many. There weren't many goals scored uh, per se, but there were a ridiculous amount of saves like that that kept teams in in contention. Yeah, or no, goalkeepers like were standing on their heads. Although I remember, it was it the first half of all the games that happened this weekend? It was one goal scored. Super boring, but the second half got litty. Exactly. Everybody's just ex- gassed, you know? Yeah, so like, oh, is this what we're doing? <laughs> we're playing too much defense? How about we don't play defense at all? <laughs> but we have to uh, talk about one moment this weekend that was absolutely fascinating. And this was with uh, the San Jose Earthquakes. You're picked to win MLS Cup, who are currently not outside <laughs> of the playoffs. Well, here's the thing. I promised that they wouldn't lose MLS Cup. <laughs> and if they don't make the playoffs, they will not lose MLS Cup. <laughs> so uh, o- over the weekend, uh, San Jose played. They hosted uh, the Seattle Sound and ended up losing the game 1-0 and everything it's just like every time I, w- we watch games with players uh that have been on the show Tommy Thompson gets a red card in this yeah. game and I'm like there is a cooligans curse <laughs> there's a cooligans curse a bit of a cool and there's a cool curse. there's a cooligans effect to that yeah. I, we there's don't a know cooligans bump there's a cooligans bump sometimes there's a cooligans bump it only goes one of two ways it either works <laughs> out really well for you well like we interviewed four people on <laughs> FC Dallas yeah five people right uh, yeah, 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 and I think only two of them are still with the club. <laughs> so, uh, but and and they're also uh, they're also like in a, in a weird place about you know making the playoffs as well. Again, it's not our fault. It's not it's our fault. Probably our fault. But if if the team is successful or the player is successful, it is all because of us. Well, you know we're lying because your voice just went up that. Not <laughs> <laughs> yeah, our fault. Yeah. But, I would never do that. But if they, if uh, you know they fall on hard times, it has nothing to do with us. We That's didn't. right. <laughs> but. Tommy Thompson gets that, that gets the red card, which is unfortunate. But the the, the San Jose Earthquakes still have had a real good chance to, uh, to they win. They still this game. have a chance because there's two positions open in the West. Yes, six and seven: Portland Timbers, FC Dallas, San Jose, and technically still Colorado Rapids. I know mathematically crazy. I don't know realistically, but mathematically still somehow involved colorado didn't start winning games till like a month ago they were oh nine and two <laughs> they were bad anyway look but i want i want to make sure we get to this i mean be- they're the standings right there you can see it this is absolutely <laughs> this is bedlam this is what you're looking at but we have to discuss very quickly uh chris wandalowski chris wandalowski because he uh, uh was attended the match yeah he attended it he was not playing in it because he was suspended i believe for, for yellow card accumulation this is the previous match this is the match against the union Okay, correct. That's not this weekend's. That's yes. the previous match. But we, yeah, but we didn't get to talk to about uh, about this, right? So because yeah. that that happened after we recorded. Yeah. yeah but yeah. Chris Wondolowski pl- is playing. Uh, so he's suspended. He's suspended in this game. And uh, now, what would you do if you were suspended for a game? You'd go home. You'd watch it on TV with your family. What? Chris Wondolowski's like, why don't me and my mates get together <laughs> and just you know party it up a little bit? Because we family, yeah. right? Uh, there he is. He went. With the supporters. The ultras. The San Jose Earthquakes ultras, which are known uh, to be a, a rowdy bunch. They're a rowdy. They have the longest bar in North America at their at their uh, venue, and they use it. Yes, okay. <laughs> okay. Uh, and, and they got pretty wild. And I don't know if we have the the this the particular Chris photo. Chris Wondolowski. Am I right? <laughs> we thought of that particular photo. But when Chris Wondolowski, uh, when, the, when the goal was scored, I forgot who scored in, in the game, but uh, Wando took off his shirt. And was partying. 
Going, he was going ballistic with his shirt off. Yeah. Although I did notice there's security behind him. Of course. You know. He, he also, he also, you know, he's a, the, the leading goal scorer in MLS. History. All right. We, these ultras get a little rowdy. They don't know who they're, you know, <laughs> mosh pitting with. You well, know? I love that there was like a woman next to him who was like, I don't know, should I high five him? Am I allowed? <laughs> their security's legitimately like catching people who are trying to jump on Chris Wondolowski. Sure. Uh, and Wondolowski's going all out. He's like, Bleh! Exactly. That's how we need to be. We need to have uh, full security when we hang out with the ultras. I know, dude. I want people doing this. Like, putting their fingers <laughs> up against their ear. Okay. You know, like, what? Hey, you're too, it's like, uh, you're, you're too close, man. Yeah, right? yeah. Back up. <laughs> They're just choking dudes left ju- and right. We have Jamaican bodyguards all of a <laughs> sudden. Just, I was walking by. There was no need to choke him. <laughs> no, but I felt threatened, okay? <laughs> Get him. <laughs> we just yelled at a lot. That, that man was cheering too loud. <laughs> it made me uncomfortable. I want at least three feet around me with nobody in it just a uh, just a bunch of empty yeah. seats like <laughs> right like around them around yeah. if some if i drop one nacho there's too many people around me <laughs> this is a nacho zone nacho seat this is nacho <laughs> <laughs> but uh but this is this is pretty cool i mean i don't know if this has happened in in soccer where a, a current active player uh goes in and and and, and cheering with the ultra this is it's the last time i saw was Las Vegas Lights. The coach got booted and he went up and started smoking cigarettes with the <laughs> supporters. Right. Just Ch- ripping Ch- Ch- Imagine the Wando just with a cigar out there. <laughs> Wando's just lighting up a cigar like, oh, are they playing soccer? <laughs> Done it before a couple of times. I'm quite familiar. <laughs> so we covered a little bit about the Western Conference. Yes. There's a little bit uh, left to go. Nothing left to play for on the Eastern Conference. It's pretty much all set. Uh, NYCFC finishes top. Top of the East, so they have a bye. Yes. Right. After after they lost to New England, uh, which is a, a great game, by the way, they lost to New England, yeah. uh, and then uh, Columbus uh, beat Philadelphia. Which gives them, so there was videos of them sort of partying in the locker room when they found yes, out. Yes, yes. They took the photo. We got some friends there, right? Woody's in the photo. It was pretty cool. Yeah, yeah. Um, but here's the thing. So now all of a sudden, NYCFC is considered a favorite to get to MLS Cup. Y- yes. Which, if LAFC is bumped out, uh, in the playoffs. Yes. That means it would be a home game for NYCFC if they make if it. If they make it to the final. Here's the problem. It's more of a homeless game. <laughs> <laughs> That's a little bit of an issue. That's There's, right. They've got no home. They've they got, got no, nowhere to play. So Because be- Pinstripe Bowl, which is a football game, yes. an American football game, a college football game, is being played at Yankee Stadium, which is a baseball stadium. Which they, I Don't they know that they, they, there's already a couple occupants? Yeah, yeah, there's a lot going on there. Also, you guys own this team. Have you thought about this yet? Uh, but then what about City Field? Remember last year there was a, play, a game just before the playoffs? Yes. Played at City Field. Play there. Nope, there's a golf event in that baseball stadium. So you can't play soccer in that baseball stadium because there's a golf event. So I didn't know that. There's a golf event? There's a golf event. Okay. At a baseball stadium. So you can't play soccer at a baseball stadium because of a golf event. <laughs> you can't play soccer at another baseball stadium because of a football event, <laughs> an American football, college football event. So then what about Giants Stadium? There's a football th- – well, there's a game going on. There's a Jets game, and there's not enough time to turn it around. Correct. And it would be kind of embarrassing for MLS to play a MLS Cup with football lines on the field, right? Oh, we also can't forget the New York Yankees are, will be in the playoffs and will affect playoffs. It, it, it's very possible. There's a lot going on. It's very possible that NYCFC will not play one of their uh, postseason games at Yankee Stadium. At Yankee Stadium. That's a possibility. 
That's, yeah, a distinct possibility. Now, I actually like the field at City Field. I thought that was a fun game. Yeah. So I don't know if you lose too much of a home field advantage there because people can still get to it. You just wait on the train a little longer. It's just it's just mildly upsetting for it a lot a of upsetting. people. I think for the league. That's for like imagine I invited you to my place for dinner and we just go to my neighbor's apartment. <laughs> no, 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 that's fine. He'll be cool with it. You know? <laughs> he'll have to be. Yeah, he'll better be. Or you won't know what I rubbed in between my butt cheeks. You know what I mean? You'll never know. Here's a hand. It's your toothbrush. <laughs> what end? What end? You will never tell. No. <laughs> you won't know how much I enjoy it. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I love this show. How long before we get bleeped from stuff like this? Uh, so there's a very real possibility that NYCFC may have to play MLS Cup at Red Bull Arena. Okay, so yeah, that's uh, possible. That's never gonna happen. <laughs> it would upset M- so Red- many people. Red Bull can't let that happen, right? I think they would. I think they would. You think they'd allow that? It's not even allow it. It's just like they're going to be paid for for the. Why not take the money? You can't. Red Bull fans would go ballistic if they if, if NYCFC NYCFC wins, won. If they won MLS it. Cup in their house, <laughs> you know, like Arsenal fans yell, "We won the league, we won the league in White Hart Lane." Yeah. that would immediately. Oh like, no, it'd be that bad. Would, it would destroy everything if you're a Red Bull fan. It would destroy the world. <laughs> it, it would be bad. It would be, uh, I, but I think the Rebel fans, the would Rebel block, franchise, would Rebel con- fans would block the entrances. <laughs> they would never allow. Be like, yeah, the the bus can't. is coming in. They're like they form a wall. <laughs> yeah, no, they're all holding. It's like that. Uh, what's that? Uh, the tank with the guy standing in front of the tank. In Tiananmen Square. Tiananmen Square. Yes. It becomes, it's the same thing. It's just about as it's about as evenly weighted. The same, but you know, yeah, yeah. real just deep meaning behind it. The you know? photo will live in it for me. That's for sure. <laughs> no, man. Uh, I, I think the Red Bull brand, the company, I, they they would consider it, but it would be— They would not consider it. You can't. You can't I allow it. I, I I agree they should not allow it, but they would think about it a little <laughs> they bit. Would, they would start, like, counting how the much, money. Wait, how much like, exactly? Nah, right, All okay. right. Okay. Nice I mean, tell me one more time. How <laughs> Just whisper to my ear. <laughs> uh, no, it is, uh, it's, it's, it's unfortunate. I think as far as NYC—look, everybody's talked about it, and they get frustrated. Every time, every time we have to hear it, right? When uh, away fans of any team, uh, they show up to, to, to the Yankee Stadium to play a game, they tweet at us like it's it's our fault. As if we pick the venue, <laughs> and they're like, how? They all the time, every week. It's so how is soccer allowed in this venue? It is too tiny. It's too ridiculous. And it's just like, hey, look, I don't know what to tell you, man. We're like, we're like the the GIF or, or GIF, whatever the hell you want to say, of that little kid being interviewed. He's like, uh huh. <laughs> With that, we were like, it's great, right? I don't know. We have a good time. It's fun. I don't know. You drink. <laughs> you drink a little bit. I can't really tell. Like things Get the barbecue french fries. <laughs> They're not bad. Okay. I can't, I can't tell. It looks like a biz like grass out there. That's all I know. <laughs> I see gold being scored. All right. right. <laughs> sure, I can't see past this, you know, foul pole. But other than that. But the players seem happy. Yeah. I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> it's kind of sad. Get, you know, go get a, a beer. Oh, does it come in a Yankee cup and not an MSC cup? I, there's a lot of people, and uh, you know, uh, who have been uh, tweeting. I know Pablo Mara has done this as well for, of the Athletic. He's always like, I, I want. He's like just wishing that MLS Cup is hosted at Yankee Stadium for the absolute shit show of 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 the tweets, the MLS nonsense. It's, if you want to make it messy, you put it there. But I think even more messy <laughs> is putting it in a Rebel <laughs> Arena. That would be epically bad. Oh, oh sure, yeah, there will be a lot of people upset with. It. But the game has to 
be played. Where else can it go? Somewhere, yeah, but it's, it's it can't a, go to Hartford. That would be even worse. That would be really bad. Uh, I, I don't know. I'm I'm like I'm excited of, to see NYCFC success for this reason. I got an idea. Get a floating stadium in the Hudson, dude. <laughs> sure. Okay, everybody. Logistically, maybe difficult. <laughs> I'll admit that. Yeah, every, just you. All the all the supporter section with floaties. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody. <laughs> All right. <laughs> we're, we're doing TV, Alexis. Oh, yeah. you remember that? You. you probably not. I know. probably should talk to you right as you're coming back from break. Welcome back, everybody. All right. <laughs> Whatever. Okay. If you expect us to be professional, you came to the wrong show. Exactly. So, But we should uh, talk about... Uh, uh, we, we're doing this on purpose. We're not going to show the image, but we have to talk about... Because yeah, uh, it's gruesome. Because it's gruesome. But Gio Dos Santos uh, plays for uh, Cuba played for LA Galaxy, Mexico national team player everybody knows who he is yeah he's now playing at club america in liga mx he was uh just uh, he was bought out to final day and they they didn't want to keep him in la that's right and he was sitting out like there was no way you could keep all those players in la galaxy right and then all of a sudden they still got christian Pelot. <laughs> they made Whatever. it work somehow nobody sudden. knows the rules okay <laughs> they're making it up as they go along but Gio santos in a, a a match uh who were they playing i against? believe it was chivas okay yeah and this is like this is like one of the classicos right this yeah, is like yeah, a yeah. big game it's a big game and yes. club america is the biggest club in all of mexico that correct the largest most winningest uh so he's running a ball 50 50 ball kind of hops in the air and the other player puts his foot up which should be a red card yeah, right, studs up. Uh, and you think to yourself, why don't you put your studs up? They got shin guards. Who cares? Well, what if that stud goes above the knee? It, the heel in a very, very sort of hard and fast collision just sort of catches the thigh yeah. of Gio Dos Santos. And what happens next is one of the most disgusting things. And I was like, please, everyone, stop <laughs> sharing this video on Twitter. He legitimately takes a divot out of Gio Dos Santos's leg. He has... Looking a, like the pitch at Yankee Stadium, am I, I right? He, yeah, right? <laughs> Which you won't see in the playoffs, so don't worry about that reference. Um, he, he legitimately took out a... I, I said golf ball, but it might be even bigger. This might be like a baseball size. Why <laughs> baseball? Uh, it might be a baseball A baseball size. at a, a golf event at, yeah, a, yeah. at a baseball stadium in Queens. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Everybody's confused. Okay, don't worry about it. It's not just you. He legitimately is a chunk of his leg missing. Yeah. I've so met- I saw a dude uh, who works at the bagel shop near me who's a massive Club America fan. And, of course, it's a bagel shop where I have this conversation. <laughs> Why would it not be? And I was like, yo, what happened with Gio? And he said, didn't hit an artery, nothing major, life-threatening. They put, like, a tourniquet, apparently, on his leg. Yeah. They stopped the bleeding right away. He, like, for some reason, there wasn't a ton of blood coming out, but I think even the body was like, ah! <laughs> 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 was that a heel? He was, he was very much writhing in pain. Dude, uh, apparently, even as he got in the stretcher, as he got in the ambulance, continued to be in pain. There was nothing that he wasn't given anything until he got to the hospital. Yeah, uh, I you like it's just I've never seen anything like that. You you don't even think that that kind of injury can happen in soccer. You you don't think it's possible. First of all, shouts to the shoemaker, the cleats, strong. You know what I mean? What a commercial! Is it Puma? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, <laughs> that's a commercial right there. You got it. Yeah, we got to look at all the positives. Uh, <laughs> yeah, the long studs apparently work. You know, real get you good traction. <laughs> <laughs> look what we could do in skin. Imagine what we could do on grass. Okay. Well, look, <laughs> unfortunate for him. I, I mean, the grip. 
I just, <laughs> yeah, the grip alone. I just love that the the your bagel shop guys like has his <laughs> yeah he has a connection to the medical staff out in Cuba yeah. America. Here, here in the streets. <laughs> you know well, when they say like they like immigrants to come here and they'll do like a job like an Uber driver or a bagel shop. Yeah. Like I'm a doctor. Where I'm from. Turns out it's true. Uh, yeah. Exactly. <laughs> while, while he's smearing your yeah, bagel, yeah. he's like, you want that scoop and double toast him? <laughs> By the way, it turned out didn't hit an artery. <laughs> yeah. He's just hitting, hitting the bagel. That's amazing. Uh, well, I hope he's okay. I, I guess he's going to be back. Two to three months, supposedly. It's, it's still ongoing as to, like, I think they might have to, like, graft. Like, skin, like there's a lie. Just take some booty skin and yeah, put, yeah. put it on his leg. They should just put, like, a piece of a cleat in there. You know what I mean? <laughs> just to remember. Also, if you're the guy who does like a, that. Like a vet that keeps a bullet inside their body. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, remember my, uh, my uh, what's it? I was yeah, going to say crystals. proctologist. But that's not the guy who fixes your foot. I don't know. Interest. You know who you went to? Who'd you, who'd you go to exactly? Because you might get in the wrong thing check. <laughs> I think the lady at the urgent care who didn't know what she was doing was a proctologist. Getting uh, crystal shards up the butt. <laughs> <laughs> Happens to the best of us, okay? Sometimes your wife doesn't come home for a while and you lose your mind. Uh, no, uh, the podiatrist, right? He was like, ah, stuff gets left in people all the time, like bullets. Remember that? Yeah. Same thing. Okay. Apparently, blah, blah, blah. You know, you get a cleat stuck in you. How do you take that cleat off if you're the guy who did that? You're like, you don't want to, like, touch all that blood and skin, right? I don't know. You sign it and give it to a kid. Yeah, <laughs> you go, kid. You know where this boot has yeah. been? The kid's wearing a Club America jersey. You're a big fan. You want a piece of skin from the player? You want that? Anyway. <laughs> the just holding this shit. Oh, this is great. This is fun. <laughs> Autographed chunk of skin. Ah, uh, here you go, kid. <laughs> anyway, uh, we were talking. Gio did play for the LA Galaxy. Yeah. He did play for the LA Galaxy, and we should talk about their match uh, against Vancouver. LA Galaxy, uh, a team that are just uh, kind of fighting just to stay within, uh, above, the, above the playoff line. I thought it was Major League Slaton. What a shot. <laughs> but they, it, it is, it's so strange because I, I thought – uh, when uh, Barroscaloto got to the team, I thought defensively they were uh, going to improve, right? He does play kind of like a Mourinho style. At least he did when he was with Boca. Okay. okay. And he, uh, he he can't fix those problems, clearly, no. right? I don't know. <laughs> he, can't, he can't motivate these guys. Turns out he played no defensively at all. <laughs> well, it's just like they, they're giving up less goals than before. They're still giving up goals, but especially they get... at the end of the goddamn match. And to a team they should not. Uh, Vancouver are was eliminated the... at at the beginning of the season. <laughs> Vancouver started the season off with an E at the beginning of their, the, the E. They're like, was, was, was this an era? And MSAqua.com was like, no. This now is not. we're just trying to save time in the future. Okay. We don't got enough hands to handle all this stuff. What do you want us to do? We're all hands on deck trying to find a suitable baseball stadium for NYCFC to play in. You know how much manpower that takes? <laughs> we ain't got time to be putting E's on the beginning they of the lo- team. Just they, they, to give up four goals to the Vancouver Whitecaps. These Vancouver, Vancouver, <laughs> Vancouver. <laughs> no, no, I mean Vancouver. Maybe it's it. Shouts <laughs> to the Southsiders. <laughs> no, but the fact, uh, every, the fact that they give up four goals to Vancouver at this time of the season, when Vancouver has absolutely nothing to play for, this is fitness regimen for them at this point. It's just, it's it's bad. It's bad. I, it's just like uh, uh, the, and the goals that they did get were uh, like flashy. The uh, uh, Uriel Antuna, his yeah. goal, uh, Zlatan still doing work 
unfortunate. And, and Zlatan is still can kind of win Golden Boot, aren't they tied? Him and uh, Velez. I don't know what uh, we got to look it up. Uh, we'll maybe uh, at the break uh, after the break we'll uh, see what. It, but I know Velez already tied uh, Joseph Martinez's uh, goal scoring record, single season goal scoring yeah. record. So they, this one game left, he might be able to break. They it. could either both break it. Or it could just be, or neither one of them could break. I mean, what am I even saying at this point? Uh, it could happen or could not happen. <laughs> all right, what I, a wonderful analysis, Alexis. <laughs> our, our producer just told you uh, Zlatan is too back. Well, it's kind of nice having a producer in your ear right. being like, hey, guys, you're wrong about that. What I usually hear in my in my head is not <laughs> facts either. So this is kind of nice having someone so, just be like. Shout out yeah. to our producer, JB. Yeah, Thank JB. you, man. <laughs> so at we'll, no point did he say rub it in between the butt cheeks. <laughs> so that's oh, normally what I hear he in my head. He didn't. He didn't feed you that line? No. Surprise. <laughs> <laughs> so we are uh, actually we uh, you had you were away. You I went, was in Grand Rapids. You were in Grand Rapids, but you actually went for a really cool reason. Yeah, this is it so wasn't dope. just a vacation spot. That... No, I, you know I do have a timeshare out there. It's really nice. It's a dumpster. Uh, no, it's, it's a beautiful city. Um, they're doing great things. But um, all jokes aside, but remember Kyle Martino was on our show when we were at the United Soccer Coaches Convention. Yeah, and he sort of showed us the paper mache thing of the over under golfer thingy. Yes, the sort of the thing that to be able to play basketball and soccer on the same field well they installed the first one in grand rapids okay uh uh steven hedersman who played uh herdsman sorry uh who played for mls for a, a while ago he actually runs a sort of a camp out there uh so he was like yo you got to do it here first you guys could see the photo Yo, we were out there with some real MLS legends. Not only was Kyle Martino there, uh, but Jeff Cunningham was the third leading uh, scorer all time. Okay. And MLS, two Columbus Crew legends. Shouts to Columbus Crew who sent us all those gifts. Um, yo, Edson Buttle was there. Hung out with Edson Buttle a lot. Lizzie moved back to New York. Can't wait to get him on the show. Uh, uh, so, weirdly enough, Edson Buttle, I was in, while I was in Japan, uh, one of my girlfriend's friends grew up with Edson no, Buttle. I heard the whole story. Oh, I did. So, oh well, there is so much more. Oh, okay, no, I know. Can we yeah. say this on television? Oh, yeah, we can. And it, uh, let's just say did not was not growing up it was very grown up but it was not growing up but Edson Buttle wants to do the show so I got to hang out with Edson Buttle that's so dope how dope is that but Jay Demerit was there as well uh you know a Vancouver legend so uh who else Lori Lindsay uh you know MLA uh sorry uh women's uh, national team uh played in the world cup Played for all three women's leagues, uh, which is insane. And who else was there? I'm missing somebody else. Oh, Mike McGee. Oh, okay. <laughs> took a car. Took a car from Chicago to Grand Rapids with on one hour's sleep. He took a car, meaning yeah. he drove or something. No, no, no. They got him a they car. They got him a car. Yeah, he, he took an Uber. Oh, <laughs> basically. nice. Okay. Yeah, from Chicago to Grand Rapids, which I think is three hours. It's two and a half hours on one hour sleep. So shouts to Mike McGee going out for the kids. It was a blast. Well, and uh, uh, Renee Montgomery was also there. Who's uh, she was on the UConn undefeated team, um, and now she's the uh, starting point guard for the Atlanta Dream. Okay. Which I didn't know that was the team in Atlanta. They named it after the Dream. Ooh, <laughs> remember the Dream? <laughs> yeah. The R and B singer? Yeah. Okay. No, they didn't. It's just called the Atlanta Dream. Uh, okay. It was a bit. Okay, cool. That sounds like a cool thing. I, I it's, it sucks. I had to miss it. I was in Japan. Yeah, but you were that, in Japan. That's pretty dope. So they lift this sort of goal up, and you can now play soccer uh, on the same field that kids are playing basketball. So it's a way to install soccer and ice hockey or roller hockey, I guess. <laughs> yeah, Whatever. I, I, Get some ice out there too. <laughs> Is the over under include hockey? We had done street hockey. They played street hockey. They street played hockey, basketball, yeah. street hockey, and soccer. Okay, that's it dope. turns out 
Uh, soccer players suck at those other two sports. <laughs> it was so bad. But when they played soccer, they looked good. Wild. Okay. Yeah. Well, well that's cool. I've, I've, and United. Kyle Martino, who we have to get on the show again. We, we will be coming we, on the show. We've yeah. been reaching out to him. But, and when his schedule opens up, we'll make it happen. But I, I even I've, I've been playing in uh, Street FC, which is uh, in, in New York. And, that's right. And he has, like, just pickup games. He's uh, got, like, 10 million things going on. And we have one. <laughs> so it's pretty cool. Exactly. Well, okay. Do you need more things on your plate? Yeah. I don't know if you do. Ooh, uh, <laughs> more things on my plate. Your boy hungry. Uh, but no, that sounds like a really cool yeah. experience. Hopefully, uh, you you know you know you uh, uh, you know shook hands with as many people as possible to get these people on the show. That's oh, why we go to these things. We we're here to kiss ass and network, baby. <laughs> <laughs> Turns out uh, it was Edson Buttle's friend's girlfriend. Used to date. She used to date Edson Buttle's homie. Oh, okay. But I think she was there with her man, so she might have said, or he was... I forget, who did you speak to? I don't even want to talk but about I this on the I think they were just like, I grew up with him. That's all I... That's all, I, don't even, I didn't ask many questions. <laughs> I got to hit you with a wink. <laughs> it's not my business, okay? I, I heard Edson Buttle, and I'm like, you could have done whatever you wanted with him. No, no, Edson, no, it was Edson's homie's girl. Exactly. And he's but like, yeah, this girl who used to date my man hit me up. <laughs> And he was like, says he's with your partner in Japan, and I'm on the same airplane as him. And I'm like, we're we're stalking you. <laughs> this was all within like two days. Okay. Yeah. I, well, first of all, he was in first class, and I was not. So I texted that. I messaged him on uh, DM. I was like, okay, first class. I gotta talk to Cal. He's like, I'm staying away from that. He goes, wait, you're on the Cooligans? I said, yeah. He goes, wait, isn't Aren't you in Japan? I go, no, that's the other cool again. He's in Japan. It was a weird sort of. But it's a, it's a. We know everybody. There's six degrees of separation. It's not even six. No. It's just like two or three. That's how, yeah. how connected the soccer well, world. Well, it turns out Edson Buttle knew this girl, and you somehow connected with her. Somebody rubbed something between the butt cheeks on there. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody. <laughs> Somebody. One thing said. being rubbed in between <laughs> butt cheeks is toilet paper. Yeah. All right, nothing more. Have we don't want said maybe a wet wipe. <laughs> All right, we're not speculating. <laughs> or whatever. I know there were bidets in Japan. Those are lovely. Those uh, bidets I, are great. I grew up with one. Really? I had a bidet in my house. <laughs> I grew up with it's one. Super cute. I grew up with. Sounds like this is my homie. <laughs> we close. But, uh, you know, I, was, I was raised by this bidet. Came to my first it's, baseball it's game. My, my father figures this bidet. Okay, yeah. he's been in some interesting places. Uh, <laughs> he keeps everything nice and clean. You know what I mean? Good water pressure. Anyway, uh, well, I'm glad. <laughs> I'm glad. So it sounds like it sounds like a cool. To thing. this day, I have no idea how to sit on that bidet. Is it is it out? But then all your Stuff hangs off of it. Is it the wrong way? But it just doesn't make sense. What stuff? What you, you stuff hangs off? But it's not specifically built for uh, guys for Audis. You gotta your stuff gotta hang off of it so the jet screen can hit your booty. <laughs> I don't know how to explain it. As a child, I was very confused, too embarrassed to ask. Still don't know how to use it. If, they, if there ever was like a company like a sort of instructional video for how to use a bidet, this is it right here. You gotta let your stuff hang off. Hey, what you doing? No, you're doing it wrong. Don't tuck your stuff in. It's going to get hurt. You got to let it hang off. Oh, my goodness. Uh, yeah, I swear it's a soccer show. I swear. We talk about soccer. We're wearing soccer jersey and a rugby jersey. So, decision day is coming up this Sunday. October 6th, there's going to be a bunch of great games in Major League Soccer. Make sure you watch them. They're going to be fun. <laughs> yeah, they're going to be great. <laughs> Thank you for... This is, this is a MLS slash bidet commercial. Embrace it. My, my friend's like, why you got two toilets? <laughs> now one of them goes up. <laughs>
And we're breaking in real quick just to tell you about our sponsor, SeatGeek. SeatGeek, repping the cool against That's today. That's right. Taking always care, the best. Always taking care of you for all your ticketing needs. That's right. Yo, you want to go to a game? Yo, the MLS playoffs are starting. There's also great comedy, great concerts happening. All you got to do is pull up the SeatGeek app. It knows exactly where you are. It's right behind you the whole time. Exactly. <laughs> the, the, the SeatGeek is coming from inside the house. No, dude, it knows where you are. It knows what events are going on around you. All you have to do is pull that up, and guess what? It's aggregating all the other ticket seller sites so you can find the best deal without having to go to them. It's literally going to tell you the best possible deal for the event you want to go to. It's got that color code on it, green, yellow, red, so you know if it's a great deal or oh, maybe you could wait a little bit. It's absolutely amazing. Exactly, and we're, we're going to be going to you know MLS matches for decision day, so that's that's the app you need to download on your phone uh, and, uh, and, and get tickets to a that's game. That's right, and if you haven't done it already, guess what? We're going to give you 10 bucks off. All you have to do is put in Cooligans, and one of us is going to show up to your house, and we're going to hand you a $10 bill. And if it's me, it'll probably be like a $5 bill <laughs> and some loose change yeah. because I bought myself a slice. Exactly. You don't get to choose which one is bringing you the money. <laughs> nah, dude. The <laughs> app itself is going to give you 10 bucks off the first time you use it. All you have to do is put in Cooligans. So go right now to the App Store, the Google Play Store, or if you're still using one of those Microsoft phones, whatever you want to do, just find the SeatGeek app. Download that. Your first order, you're going to get 10 bucks off if you put in cool again. Yeah, baby! Back at it, baby. Woo! We're doing it. Look at this. Yeah, huh? I still so- haven't been canceled. <laughs> it's, a, it's, it's, a, it's a lovely Thursday, and we have our guest uh, uh, today. That's uh, right. We, you know, we normally... Uh, you know, th- 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 the second episode is for the guests. I thought you were sliding into your light FM voice. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, just anyway. try- I just want to get a little, <laughs> a little smoother. Let's just, just bring it down. A make our bit. guests a little bit more comfortable. <laughs> Let's make everybody just a little bit more. <laughs> but moist. no, we got to welcome our guests. Please introduce them, Alexis, the fellow Cubano. I mean, come on. You've seen this guy complaining about sandwich Cubano. You didn't put enough jamon in it. You've seen this guy. In a jacuzzi interviewing soccer players, formerly VSPN, now at LAFC, the one, the only, unless you're driving, put your hands together for the one, the only, Max Brado! Maximiliano! There wasn't enough jamon in that sandwich. Yeah. <laughs> Let me tell you, is this really the Hispanic Heritage Month special? Is that why I'm here? <laughs> yes, it is, yeah. That's right. This was very intentional, Max. Uh, thank you so much for being here, Max. Anytime, but it's like, I know people, I hope people are excited, but I've sat on the couch with you guys doing the, the podcast or something thank like that. You said Maybe podcast. eight times. Because people were like, wait, what? Podcast. But now you're TV stars. Yeah, well, now we're on television. Yeah. So we got to bring and you out. You know what I mean? We learned it from watching you, Max. <laughs> we said, do you remember that commercial? Of course. But people younger than us remember that commercial, and it didn't air when people. Yeah, it was it's still a bit. It just passed on. It's still a bit. Yeah, dad yeah. does drugs. Like Kids gift. do drugs. I, yeah, love yeah. The, it was I also have a, s- a severe meth problem, Max. Yeah. <laughs> I, I need all the help I can get. But he learned that from off. watching his dad also. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but remember the dad had it, it was like in a, in a cigar box? Yes. Goes, Why does a kid hide his drugs <laughs> in a cigar box? Why you even got a cigar box, kid? <laughs> Why you put weed in a human door? Yeah. <laughs> no, Maybe it was passed on from the dad as well. <laughs> I think the dad was upset. Dude, you made my weed all, all human. This is my cigar box. It I'm used a, to be great. Right? I'm, I'm, supposed to, I'm supposed to smoke this wet-ass weed. Nobody wants wet-ass weed. I'm, so I'm told. No. Um, we heard. Well, you're in L.A. now, so you can do whatever the hell you want. Yeah, I know. Max, hello. Welcome to New York. Thank you for being on, on the show. Wait a minute. I just want to say. 
thank you guys and congratulations for this i've watched some of it of the programs you're hitting your your groove and i'm so happy to see you guys have this opportunity and seizing it you guys are stars you know that i just uh, want to let you know uh, well that's why we so. brought you on so i guess we could call it right we're, <laughs> yeah. done. we're, done. we're done with this i just want to say i was i just want to say now just remember this i came in at the beginning just remember that yes when you're hosting the Academy Awards, hilarious. And I'm in there. Does okay. soccer have Academy Awards? <laughs> <laughs> when you're in the Hall of Fame induction yeah, in Frisco, yeah, yeah. Texas. Okay. Here are the Cooligans. Oh, I would the, love to do that. Yeah, and then they they pull up Alexis's Twitter account. And we get canceled. Okay. <laughs> 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 Tweet the lead, everybody. Download it if you're in the entertainment business. Come on now. My tweets are set to delete automatically every three months. Are they? Yeah. How do you do that? It's something called Tweet Delete. When I got the ABC Showcase, they told yeah. me to do it. But that's not why we brought you here. Uh, they took my time. They're like, yeah, you need to do this. <laughs> guess that keeps you out of trouble, man, because people Absolutely. always look at your old tweets. That's kind of weird. Yeah, it's, uh, don't go back, please. Don't um, go back at 2011. But, of course, the Cooligans tweets, everything's perfectly fine. Exactly. No, no, no issues there. Talk a little bit about LAFC. Okay, so Supporter Shield. We saw a video of the fans from 3252, Jimmy Jam, and uh, what was the tall dude? Is that Oscar? Omar? Mo. Yeah. yeah. There's, uh, there's they were in the locker room? Yeah, they brought out the supporter shield. They look, the supporters are and first of all, you come to LAFC games to see the 3252. They're part of the spectacle. Yeah. So they are treated with a lot of respect. You have to uh, you, you have to involve them in a lot of things. They have a real they have a real part in the club. Yeah. So if anything gets done outside of players being signed, uh, the supporters play a role in it, which is great. And they have their own structure. They have I guess the equivalent of a government, if you can call that, for lack of a better expression, but they have checks and balances. They have a real Actually, system. turns out the president of 3252 got caught on the phone with the president of the Beer Guardians in Dallas <laughs> trying to get an investigation. <laughs> oh, nice one. I couldn't even finish it. Impeachment. I couldn't, I couldn't even finish we it. We want to probe. <laughs> no, this it's it has been a, you know, the last time we spoke to you at All Star, which we uh, just for a full disclosure, we, we have an interview with Max, that we, yeah. just, we haven't released. We yet. haven't released that is uh, from All Star, and we'll figure out what to do with it later. What? Yeah, <laughs> we may just give it to Gully Squad. I don't know at this point. We'll figure <laughs> out what we to want do you with to it. have this yeah. as an exclusive. Um, but uh, the, where LAFC is now, because there was from All Star to now, there was the sort of a, a bit of a concern with uh, Vela. He had the, the injury, and then they and, and Bob Bradley put him out uh, for a bit because they didn't want to risk uh, having a serious injury. But it seems like he's back in a groove because the, the his time away. Everybody was like, yeah, you know, it seems like it wasn't we, going great. Yeah, it wasn't yes. going great. And then there was even talks of, you know, may, maybe NYCFC can win uh, the supporter shield. They made it interesting. Uh, they did. They got close. We got to like four points for a little yeah. bit for, uh, for a moment. You're like, what? <laughs> All right, pump. But hats off to NYCFC for pushing. I think that's good for LAFC. I think it's good for the league. Yeah, but the, after uh, after winning the supporter shield, the, the, there was a video, I, I think it was ESPN put out, I don't remember, but of the, the interviews of with all the players, Mark Anthony K, like in tears. Really emotional. Yeah. Really it was emotional. Uh, ESPN 710 radio. Okay. Yeah. So, uh, so what did uh, I guess you are closer to the players? What what was the sort of sense of winning that supporter shield in such in such in the in basically the infancy of the, of the team? When we talked to the players a lot, you could see how important this was for them. And I think Bob really told them, "Look, we're, we've created something here from scratch, and you guys were here from the ground floor, and we're going to win our first trophy, and whatever that trophy is." But you know, they obviously identified the supporters' shoe because they knew they could put a squad together that could obtain that. And I think that's been there since the beginning. So they got closer and won that first trophy. And I think the, the this cathartic emotional overload came out of yeah. it all. And you know, these guys who, in, in case like Mark Anthony, I, I, it was Mark Anthony Kay and Jordan Harvey were on there. 
I think those are two guys in particular that had to feel very vindicated. Mark Anthony Kay was playing the USL, and then he gets this opportunity. Jordan Harvey's 35. Looks like the end is near of his career. Instead, he gets revitalized, and they were part of this. And I think just being in that in that echo chamber almost, that's not the right expression, but just being within that uh, that LAFC community where everything is internalized with the fans, you feel how special it is. Yeah. So it's very, it was uh, it was really cool to see that. But I think the supporter shield is going to probably be viewed a little differently because of what, because usually you say, hey, we want the supporter shield, coach gets it. You know, LAFC had this spectacle. And I think people are going, what, what's going on? I've had a lot of people come up to me and say, did they win the MLS Cup? I go, no, but the supporter shield, I think, is going to be viewed with a little bit more respect. And I think hopefully it's because of what happened on that Wednesday night at Bank of California Stadium. Now, uh, you mentioned, or we were talking about Supporter Shield. Yes. Right? Now, when I saw the exuberance and the excitement at winning mm. it, my first thought is that kind of takes away some of the fire right. for wanting to win MLS Cup. If you haven't won anything yet and you're getting close to it, don't you feel like some of that had been exhausted by winning or at least celebrating Supporter Shield in that fashion? Well, I, I, I got you know people talking to me that didn't know the inner workings of MLS. They go, wow, congratulations, the team won it. I go, well, they haven't won it. This is yeah. a trophy. And then no, they, they won had, this other thing. They had a kind of a blank stare. And it felt like the, um, it, when you look at the celebrations, it felt like the end of, it looks like a celebration you had when you win MLS Cup or a Super Bowl. It was the end. But uh, I, I could see that, I could see that if they don't win it coming up at some point. If they win it, then I'm sure they'll do something very similar. I don't know. I don't know how much more you could ramp it up because it was a, a party. It was a party. Yeah, a parade. A parade but is at the, the only stadium, thing. it was packed, and we were there two hours, three hours later, and it was still going on. And there was champagne popping, and there was campeones, todo eso, and yeah. it felt like the it felt like the end of the the end of a road. But the, the supporter shield, at least to me, definitely feels like that reward. For the supporters, right? Like it is that that gift of, especially it's a trophy from the supporters. Yes, yes that. Yeah. But the um, but the fact that especially LAFC and the three two five two and the the, the ridiculous organization and travel. They follow yeah. the team every, even East Coast. They showing up with hundreds of people, yep. even when they were uh, at, at Yankee Stadium. Yeah. We met a, uh, hung out with a bunch of them. That is, uh, that's why it sort of it seems like that's why the players were getting emotional because there, it's that's like definitely part the, of it. The supporters really kind of give it, you know, a value because I mean it's literally named after them. And there's all there's few teams where you view the supporters sort of on par with what the club is doing, and I think LAFC thirty to fifty two has certainly earned that. They're You're, part of the club. If they're, if, if, if they are, if they're like they're, internal organs, the 3252 yeah. is one of the internal organs. It almost feels like a South American club, like a, like an Argentine uh, yeah. club, where like the you know the the fans are part of the reason why you go. Right, you sure. know they I mean? have a stake in the club. Yeah, so they don't, but in some ways they do. They really yeah. do. They bring, so, they bring stake yeah. to the yeah. games. <laughs> tell you that much, <laughs> which is why they're my favorite fan base. Okay. <laughs> well, oh, what we, was up with the the the, the rapper right, Murs? Right, that was like he's an LA, LA Galaxy fan. fan. Did you see this dude? No, that he it? was like kind of mocking LA Galaxy fan. I don't know Murs or anything. He started following us. Murs is a great dude, but he's a Galaxy fan, and he was saying how uh, uh, LAFC fans are like kind of. They bring champagne to the to their tailgates, or like you just kind of sort of no. calling them snobs, which is like, all right, it doesn't seem like it's not what I've witnessed. I think you can call them a bunch of things. You can't call them snobs. They're yeah. salt no. to the we earth. We hung out with them. No pinkies are up whatsoever. <laughs> no. no.
Not at all. No Grey Poupon on their dogs. Not at all. Yeah. <laughs> no, it does seem, yeah, uh, yeah th that was a, there is like clearly that contention between LA Galaxy fans and LAFC fans. You covering LAFC, obviously, we know where your uh, support lies, but how do you, as a member of the media to some degree, how do you navigate between the two? Because it, it is, I can imagine it'll be a little challenging. Right. Well, in 2005, I, I was, I broadcast for the Galaxy. I have a championship ring from the Galaxy. <laughs> and uh, the Galaxy fans, come to me and then say oh well you can jump on that side I go look I was in Connecticut I wanted to come back to LA I wanted to cover soccer this club I we, we started talking and they had a plan I said I want to be part of it um, but I, I think when just covering the game and I was calling some games and there's been pushback I think because I'm a little bit more obtuse than the most voices of teams every team has they're play-by-play guy, and I do all content. I'm in LAFC stuff all the time, and I've, I got a lot of pushback, and I got a little frustrated with it, and I kind of said, the heck with it. I'm going all in. I am Mr. LAFC. I, I'll call other games, but I, this is this yeah. is who I am. This is a, this is a place, this is a club that puts food on my table. Yeah. This is a club that you know, took a, a chance on me, and we've, uh, we've gone through it together. So uh, I love it. I, I also, on the flip side, I know someone, people within the club like to, to rip it to the Galaxy. I like giving the Galaxy their respect because they deserve it as a, a franchise for what they did for this league, for winning these five championships. I give them to respect and, as much and, as I can, to a degree. And you've never beat them. Yeah. <laughs> There's that. Uh, <laughs> so close, <laughs> yet so far. Yeah. I mean, well, maybe we'll see it in the postseason. I don't know. We but said that, we want to go out for that. If they play each other, oh, yeah. we got to go to that. Can we get tickets? How do we even go to an LAFC? Do we tell uh, them no, we go? No, no, we'll get you tickets. Tickets. Because it, oh, I've been hearing, well, what is it with these ticket prices for a soccer game in America? Yeah. Last classical, <laughs> the secondary it's, market was like what twelve hundred dollars for a ticket? Yeah, but that was like, uh, the, you know, that was an outlier. It's a small stadium that, uh, so there's a limited number of tickets. But I remember I was at that game. And I'm just sitting back and I see Kevin Costner walk by. And I go, wait a minute. Yeah, we have gone. We've arrived. We JFK, have arrived. Is that JFK. The game? Yeah. Straight back and to the right. Yeah. Back and to the right. I won't Let's even go to the JFK airport. <laughs> and this guy's at the LAFC. Watch uh, Waterworld. Great film. Yes. Yeah. If you guys come, we'll put you to work. We'd put you to work for that game. And okay. We'll, we'll, you'll, you'll get access. I got beer over my head. <laughs> hey, the 3252 know who you guys are and they love you. Yeah, we love, we yeah. love 3252. I've heard personally from a couple who said we love the Cooligans. And we don't want to go anywhere near the Falcon or the Hawk or whatever it is. We get it. You have predators. <laughs> it is a falcon. It's a falcon. It is a falcon. Yeah. <laughs> when we, uh, when, I, I, maybe we'll rehash this a little bit, but we, uh, it is uh, a Hispanic Heritage Month, and we should That's talk right. about your Cuban heritage. And, and I, you know, when we sat down with you at the All-Star Game, uh, you know, I definitely mentioned how I've always been a huge fan of you, seeing you at ESPN for, for years, uh, getting one, that, that Latino representation, but also getting soccer uh, played on. Look, I, you would wedge soccer in. Yeah, it, it, a lot of times I'd wedge it in, and sometimes it get wedged back out by <laughs> yeah, powers yeah. outside of me. And it's funny because so uh, our producer JB worked with you at ESPN. Maybe was he one of the people keeping soccer off of television? We yeah, didn't even yeah, know. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> he was. He was. <laughs> we he was sorry. Uh, sorry, we don't have six seconds for an MLS <laughs> yeah. highlight. We're people completely booked with like eight treatments look, of Michael yeah. Vick. People, we, people need to see a 15th clip of the Patriots. <laughs> And Sorry. Now, and now he's That's cursed. That's basically what it came down to. That's basically what it came down to. And now he's cursed having to play yeah. all this soccer content on television. Yeah. I minimized it. I said, okay, a minute. I can't. They're not going to give me a minute. So I went to 45, 30. At the end, it was like 15 seconds. I go, here's the highlights. It's Max. Here's highlights from MLS. Look at this great goal from the Red Bulls. And over here, the Columbus crew. What a save by Zach Steffen. Back to you.
It was yeah. that quick, and that there was a lot of times not room for that. How does it feel now getting to work in soccer, though? Now you, you know, you're probably like, uh, can we talk about the Patriots? No. <laughs> no, I've stopped watching a lot of. I do not watch baseball anymore. And I used to watch it all the time. Well, yo, for NBA a Cuban, cut in half. That's like a Cuban becoming a vegan. Yeah. you know, what I mean? that's not difficult. That <laughs> Dude, is. I don't watch NFL. I used to watch NFL. I'm just for my fantasy football team. Don't only really. college football. Yes, because I went to Florida State, and that's. That's uh, the one team that will make me cry with their results. There's been a lot of crying. But even then, I mean, I've just I, I've, I've changed my my diet again for sports. And it's soccer. I watch a lot of fights. I like that. But it's mostly soccer now. It's like 70% of what I watch. And I'm completely content. Even when I watch NFL now, I, I, I it's just like wildly boring. And it I bores just, me. It, I can't understand how... It, how it was ever so popular? Why I, it's so popular? I'm watching. So, I'm like, what do these guys got to do to get a red card? I mean, this is <laughs> <Yeah>. abuse. <laughs> you know. I mean, I like honestly the NFL. For me, the interesting part is the off-field drama, Antonio Brown and all that. So I'm like, this is great. This is why yeah. this would be the lead. That is, I think. I, I think I tweeted that. I go, man, this is the best thing to happen in the NFL. This story is amazing. It'll never end. But that was compelling. The NFL has, but I think it's, it's gambling, gambling driven. But uh, for me personally, it's hard to. to, to yeah, sit those guys a game. are gambling with the ability to remember their names in the future. <laughs> we'll be right back after this. <laughs> nice. Speaking of LAFC, we've talked about it a little bit. Uh, Bob Bradley, right? Yes. He seems like he's developed sort of a new appeal as a coach, right? He kind of understands uh, tactics a little differently than I think when he was coaching uh, the men's national team. But he's kind of known as someone who's a bit stubborn, right? Doesn't want to change his tactics. Says, says, well, he has changed his football a lot. Real. He does, but he's changed football. his tactics yeah. through his through his journey. He's changed his tactics based on things he's learned and seen. So, I mean, if you look at what he's done, I think earlier in his career to now, it's quite different. Yeah, but what I mean is, this year he yeah. seems to have like a system in oh, place what you mean. Yeah. that he wants to play. Kind of hard to do without a, a true center forward at the moment. Christian Ramirez is gone. Diamande uh, had to leave. What do you think is going to happen in the playoffs? It seems like teams are coming at LAFC a little bit harder. It seems like there's a blueprint on how to play them. I don't know if necessarily beat them, mm -hmm. but they haven't had the greatest last few weeks. Right. Seems like teams are coming after them a little bit, and they're kind of understanding, first, just don't let Carlos Vela get it on his left foot, and then everything else will work out. But what do you think is happening? Do you think, do you think Bob Bradley will start to adjust when he gets to the playoffs? They'll, they'll play the way they play, and that's what they always say. He goes, we play a certain way. Teams can adjust to us, and when they look at teams that do adjust, he'll say, uh, that's not in our M.O. That's what we – this is how we are. So, for better or worse, it may it may haunt the team down the road. So, why does he even go to the games? Right? <laughs> Once he sets up the tactics, just go home. All right, well, you he guys – You almost, run around for 90 minutes. They almost minutes, want to see that happens. perfect game. And there's, like, everything from – there's so much movement. It's a very intricate system for players to learn. Uh, because it's all about anticipating for, you know, like, it's like the Jedi mind trick, figuring two moves down the road. But right. that's kind of what, what they do. I think with Brian Rodriguez, his, the, the long-term plan is to have Rodriguez, Rossi, and Vela. That would be your front three. That that's is their desirable three. Yeah. Without as Vela as the false nine or maybe Rossi in that position, they I think they want center forwards to be to do so much work. So maybe it's best to have a type midfield or winger type who plays there, who can backtrack. Although I, there have been moments when you missed a big center forward type like Dio, uh, certainly over the last couple of weeks. It's going to be crazy to see because we've seen teams frustrate them, play a defensive right. block. I think when they lost to Minnesota at home, that was certainly the case. But by and large, when they face that defensive posture, which is most of the time, they have had success with it. So. And you're about to go into a single elimination playoff system where teams, especially against LAFC, are just going to start to game. park the bus. Yeah. 
They're going to park the bus because they're going to try to stop you from playing your game. Right. The, I think with LFC, too, they'll say we're playing at home. And throughout the entire season in MLS play, we've only lost once. So even if we go 90 minutes and we're tied, we're going to like our chances. And I think that's going to be very best case scenario. There's going to be a game where LAFC is chewing onto their fingernails if they go on to win MLS Cup. Worst case scenario, the bad game happens early and you go to the conference finals and they're nowhere to be seen. It's I, possible. Uh, you mentioned Christian Ramirez. I did want to ask about that I did see a photo of him. I think when they were celebrating the Supporter Shield, Victor, he was standing kind of watching right. in, in his uh, Houston Dynamo, uh, uh, you know, uh, you know, uniform. What is God, it's right. kind of like your Fubo TV? Oh, sure, that's now. right. Yeah, no, I'm a, I'm the starting striker for the uh, Houston Dynamo. Uh, <laughs> you're in my notas. <laughs> yeah, but what is it about? He kind of does look like he is in my notas. Hey, just my add it. Were... Add it to the list of players <laughs> that look like. Manotas is worth like ten million dollars. Apparently, on the he looks like market. Nani. He looks like Manotas. I'll take it. He yeah. looks like the guy who owns the deli near Manani. me. <laughs> Manani. <laughs> me, Mani. Dominican. But look, the uh, the fact that uh, LAFC, it seems like the, the, the I don't know if it's the, the uh, a short leash with players, uh, you know, Benny Philhaber not coming back. Christian Ramirez getting, uh, bringing him in and then getting rid of him. It seems like Bob Bradley has like an idea. And if you don't even slightly fit what he wants, He'll, he's just gonna let you go, and it just seems. Does that affect like the the culture of the locker room that that your job could be kind of uh, uh, you know done for with LAFC? Well, I don't think there's been too many cases that and they don't want to be wrong when they bring a player in as they traded for Chris Ramirez. They don't want to be wrong about that because they uh, you know they've they try to vet all the players. I think they've done a really good job with that. I think with Christian Ramirez, it was they they make teams they make players whole too. I, it may not have been the right mix at the very end and him being from LA I think people think wow this is a missed opportunity and he didn't quite fit there I wonder if he's gone at second thoughts and did it differently but I think he's probably happy right now because he's playing with a team where he is the featured guy yeah. and they go through him even though it's not your hometown normally ends up playing in their hometown but uh yeah it just there's been a couple things where they didn't click I think Andre Horta is another one he's talented but there were guys in front of him that he couldn't displace, and it just didn't hit. So you're going to go your separate ways. I think in MLS, the league is built that way, where you need to keep your unit, the group, the so core. Caps, but yeah. So you better hit. But, at the very, but LAFC seems to, like, pull the trigger very quickly. When it's like with, with Orta, it was just like they first game, right? Like he made the mistake yeah. uh, uh, and, gave, uh, and gave away the goal. But it's like mafia rules. Right? <laughs> it's like yeah. take burn in the back. <laughs> <You're afraid>. Bang. <laughs> but this is way but this is probably the, the best clubs in the world. That's how they're supposed to yeah, yeah. operate. You yeah. see it and you go, all right, this isn't gonna work. We have high goals and aspirations. We need that we need to change things on the fly. So you're right about some some things fit like a nice jigsaw piece and some may not it just seems be perfect. You don't really see other MLS clubs work that quickly right. to make to fix errors or well, they won supporter shield so maybe that's the way other teams should be yeah i think chris ramirez could have still been a, a good serviceable player there but their goal is to say we want everything to be fine-tuned and a well-oiled machine and that opened the door for a guy like brian rodriguez that's why andre horta because they wanted a different dp and they want to have that perfect group but i think they're a little closer to that certainly than they were at the end of last season we'll see how much closer they are than to say 
when they had won five straight just around the end of uh, July. I feel like the loosest part about LAFC is you. You know, I I know, know. I know. you're doing interviews from jacuzzis. You know, I know. you're the weakest piece, yeah. man. Yeah. Does anyone approve what you do? Sometimes I watch the content you put out. I'm like, yo, Max is having a blast. <laughs> that was from the club. It was one of their partners, Jacuzzi. And uh, so I said, this is a great idea. And they've got a really good response. But when we did it, uh, usually they have chlorinated water in jacuzzis, yeah. which acts as a sunblock. It was just regular water in there. So I was in there for two and a half hours. And when I walked out, Tomate. Wow. It was bad. It was bad. Oh, no. You were in direct sunlight? Yeah, I was like, bang, hitting it, and I got out. I go, that my legs aren't supposed to look that way, nor is my chest. I don't even want to look what my back looks like. Someone goes, I'll take Oh, my God. Yeah. Oh, God. That good, huh? Jeez. But, no, I, but that's part of the job. You want to, They have a lot of partners, and you want to be able to participate in the content plays that they have with them, so... It's cool. I hope they keep coming, but I'll be happy to do them. I'm, uh, you know, I'll just do it. I'm, just, I'm like the little a weird ah, partner. Ah, yeah, yeah. Whatever you want. The organ grinder and his monkey. I'll do yeah, it. Yeah. We got to get a weird partner now for LAFC. We got to help them get something weird so Max has to yeah. do an interview from what it. What could it be? Oh, my goodness. Like, I don't know. <laughs> I should have thought of something funny, but I didn't. And we'll come right back that's, after that's this. That's not right for you. All right. We are back with Max Bretos. And I did want to ask because. That's the best pronunciation yet. Bretos. Bretos. Max Bretos. Bretos. I wanted to ask about. The, so the Rugby World Cup is currently going yes. on. And I want to talk you about this. Rugby. And we, I'm a mess because I'm staying up or. Till uh, on the West Coast, like yeah. two, three in the morning to watch these games, which is a bad idea on my so, part. So, everyone knows it's 6 p.m. We don't, yeah. we do not know anything about rugby, but I did pick up this it's a beautiful uh, Japan rugby kit. I saw a bunch of people wear. I saw a bunch of Australian people walking around wearing this, and I'm like, what? What do they know that I don't? Right? Yeah. Japan's <laughs> having a great World this? Cup. Yeah. yeah, they pull up a huge upset over Ireland. That's right. And they could be there, not. It's impossible for Japan to win the World Cup, but they could make the quarterfinals, which would be an incredible achievement for them. Yeah, so I guess my question is, how much do people care about rugby? Not to suggest that people don't, but even, people while, don't. <laughs> <laughs> but even while I was there, uh, during the Rugby World Cup, which is, well, I assume, the biggest tournament for rugby. That is incorrect. <laughs> it's still pretty new. They only had their first one in 1987, so it's still a new okay. tournament. So, because it didn't feel like many people uh, knew about it. Even I would say the Japan. Japanese people. Okay, there were definitely a lot of uh, people from all over the world. I saw a lot I of mean, Scottish, Japan's not English. A powerhouse. No, they're they're like the second tier. They're uh, they're coming up, and a lot of their players are not Japanese. They naturalize a lot of Pacific Island players or South African players. So if you look at their team, it's not exclusively all Japanese. Yeah, because I was looking at some of these. But they dudes. are Japanese, but they're not. Yeah, yeah. I was like looking at them. I'm like, all right, some of these dudes looking. Uh, yeah, they got some heavy tans. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, <laughs> spent a little time in the Samoan region. <laughs> I see. Yeah, but it is. Uh, uh, I guess it, it was a sort of a spectacle and really cool to see. What What is your connection with the sport? Because I guess you did play, right? Yes. And, and you played in college. I played. I played a. Florida State, and then when I moved to Los Angeles, and I knew I played for the Miami Trident Rugby Club, but when I moved to LA, I didn't know anybody. I joined the Santa Monica Rugby Club. I ended up playing there for 10, 12 years and got all these drinking buddies, which was huge in a new town. It was, I highly recommend you as soccer as well. If you join, if you move into a new town, you find a, a sports team 
get associated with it, and it's great. So that's I, what I did. By I'll the way, also I, give you another suggestion. Just go to a bar. You know what I mean? <laughs> it's not that easy. You don't have to clatter into each other prior to going to the bar. You don't have to rush at huge human beings just to meet drinking buddies. Yeah. Hey, what's going on? Yeah. You need the bud? How no, about that's kind of weird. <laughs> yeah. But rugby seems... Uh, okay, so as a layman, I'm watching it, and I'm like, I don't understand why they don't wear pads, right? Because it seems insanely violent, but I feel like there aren't many injuries or, or or like injuries that you would expect as far as like bones breaking because yes. the game seems that violent but why is it's it bumper cars it looks like not, bumper cars it's not a collision sport like american football is where okay. they just run into people you are there's a lot of rules in place where you can't hit people from behind you can't hit people high you can't there's a you can't really get people in a blind spot you got to tackle them it's about technique so these guys are big that are colliding so that will if anything running into a guy is 240 or trying to tackle someone's 250 is going to leave a mark but I would say there's more injuries in American football. I would say there's more injuries in soccer because of the nature of the tackles. Okay. And you're coming in. I see, like, soccer played at a, uh, on, at a playground, not playground, on the, a regular public field, and it gets a lot hairier than I would see at a rugby game. It's a, I would say rugby's a safer wasn't game. was rugby seen as a more of an upper-class sport? It was. It's a, yeah, it's in, a white-collar sport in England. I know that. It was in England, and... When I went to other countries, it was viewed differently. Like in Wales, it was the the, the blue collar sport. It was the the everyman sport. And in Australia, it's there's like two types of rugby. The one we watched the World Cup is rugby union, and that's a little bit more up across rugby league, which is more collision style, more American. They have downs. That Australian that rules? one's a little more blue collar. Is there's that, Australian that's rules. A third one. That's a different. But one. that's a that's like a kicking sport. That is soccer. You have two goals okay. and you kick. The, but the guys beat the, the yeah. It's a huge field. And guys beat the snot out of each other so they don't kick it through the goals. That's there's a too really many, too many, tough sport. There's too many rugby. <laughs> but you, so you, you play. That's not rugby. Australian rules. It's not? It's not rugby. It's a, it is a kicking sport. It oh, is, okay. It's closer to soccer than it is to rugby. So you, pl so you played. <laughs> when I see rugby. I'm wearing an Irish jersey and there's a Gaelic football. Oh, I thought it was yeah, Sheffield United. No, no Bohemian football. Yeah. Right. But when, when I see uh, rugby, you know, these athletes, they're usually large men. Yes. When you play, were you a. Thick neck Cuban or no, what, what was? <laughs> I got the ball when I saw a thick necked person running. I would kick it. <laughs> kick it at them. But no, I got good at tackling. You technique. I'd miss a lot of tackles, but you 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 would just wrap their legs and you'd go down. There's some guys that are big. I got a one. This is gonna hurt. But I forget the guy was avoid too much too much too many entanglements. I forget the guy who's coaching the Seattle uh, Seahawks, but he taught oh, them. Uh, Pete Carroll. Pete Carroll. He taught them how to do uh, that. The, Tackling in, in you uh, grab, you football grab the legs is, and then you is twist. really bad. Yeah. So I think that there's probably something in it where if they if if you had a guy who was a great rugby player and taught the right technique and not trying to f strip the ball all the time, I think it could be successful for American football teams. Is there anything that you think soccer could learn from rugby? Something that would make soccer players better or the league better? Ooh, they have TAM in rugby. <laughs> <laughs> they, they don't have TAM, but they doubled up on the GAM. Yeah. yeah so, yeah. <laughs> I, I don't know, just the spirit. I mean, I love the both sports, so I think both sports are where they need to be, and they're great, and uh, I love to watch them. I like to play them, although I'm god-awful at soccer. And uh, I, I just – there's I mean, people would say that it, it, there is etiquette more in rugby, but – Maybe soccer, but I, I find there's soccer etiquette there. It's yeah. 
you know, you know some stuff it, there's a competition that goes through but then on the flip side rugby when push comes to shove it's gonna it could get you know you want to win the game yeah, push comes to shove is the rules yes yeah. sure know that. that's, rule, that's rule two or three yeah. push, push shove. shove whatever the hell you want to do out there you know but in closing i think japan as a country is going to get a rugby is going to really grow there from hosting a world cup same way we did in soccer in 94 so i think japan after this world cup and it's every stadium's been full i think rugby as good as it's been there is going to get a whole lot better Okay. All right. Well, I mean, we'll probably come back to talk about soccer. Hopefully, after this. we get to host a World Cup here, a rugby Ooh. World Cup. Oh, okay. One day. All right, baby. Every we're time back. I look at your logo, I, I get hungry now. Yeah, I know, right? Yeah. I'm starving too. I would love some pizza. <laughs> uh, we were we were actually just on the break talking a little bit about Champions League and MLS. There's really no option for Champions League. Yeah, I know we have the Concacaf Champions League, which we've said is the greatest competition yeah. in all of no better, all of no better competition. Clearly, it's the greatest competition. <laughs> it's what people think about when they say Champions League. They mean Concacaf. Yeah, yeah. They yeah. can't wait for yeah. uh, Leon oh. to take on Firpo. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh God, what's a what's a good game happening in San Salvador right now? Uh, let's go watch a game at the murder capital. Uh, Joe but, Public of Trinidad yeah. Tobago. They're gonna come. Uh, the strongest, which is a team in Latin America. That's the Bolivia. actual name. Yeah. Believe oh, yeah. but not in the Concacaf Champions. Not League. in the Concacaf Champions League. But um, let's talk a little bit about these rumors going around that MLS might merge with Liga MX. Now you're in LA, a little bit closer to Mexico than we are. LAFC also seems like a team that might be a bit more prepared for something like that. I would say so. Right? Yeah. How would you? How do you think that is that possible? Is that something that you could see happening? Is that something you you'd want to see? I don't know. I would like to see it, but in what does it take away from the MLS season? Does it become the new? Do we move towards that being a super league? I can't see that happening because of the investment made by all the owners, right? And the same reason why we don't get promotion relegation. And it seems like a move into a super league, which would be very appealing for the halves of Major League Soccer. And that would be great, but you still have to be true to league. I don't know how you can serve both. Right? It'd be difficult, but supposedly and it's going to be like the intra-league. Yeah. Supposedly there'd be games played, only like four or five of them per season, but those points would count towards both regular season. That sounds a bit uh, a bit tedious along the way and have yeah, a game. Yeah. I, I'd like to, but you've got to be careful what you put on the plate because then some of that stuff stays on your plate and it, it makes sense and it i sounds think like advice i get at buffets look <laughs> careful what you put i think MLS you gotta pay for that <laughs> the stuff you put on your plate hey, that yeah. broccoli <laughs> so it's definitely gonna, not broccoli <laughs> there max trust me you're gonna pick up the entire <laughs> container of crab legs <laughs> you better eat all them crab legs mls has more to benefit to than league mx right for that that'd be great because of you'd be you'd be front page and all the mexican papers or whatever tv stations when when the english teams broke off and started premier league that's kind of what some of the rumors are circling now about liga amekis some of like the more stalwart teams your your chivas your cruz azul your club america uh they want to maybe start their own league or go to a thing where they don't have promotion and relegation right. that's a big thing do you think that that's possible that the halves of mls and the halves of liga amekis just combine not anytime soon, but it would be really interesting. I mean, travel would it be travel an issue. Would be insane. Yeah, I mean, think about. It. Let's let's just go through our heads. Especially since our our league has to fly, uh, you know, uh, with coach. You know, <laughs> <laughs> there's no charter flight. Could you okay, imagine yeah, that? Yeah. Would obviously change. But you think of the two uh, Monterey clubs, and obviously Chivas and America. Puebla, and the yeah, some of the big That'd ones. Be a, it'd be a really cool. It would be an interesting league, and I think it would be a really powerful league that could compete against those those bigger european leagues i just 
we're so far long, f far long into the MLS with expansion and so much money. I just can't, I can't see it. I, I, I think there's ways to do it, like the Leeds Cup, but that didn't really wow yeah, you by does, any means. It does feel like the the owners, whether it's more the MLS owners or it's more uh, League MX owners, they just they want something to happen. They yes. want some sort of. They're all uh, in on it. Yeah, they, it's just like where is, is there more money? In, it's like in, a in, guy in, who just popped the Viagra and he's like, I gotta. <laughs> I feel it. I, just, you know I don't know. It's starting to, I don't know who it's gonna be. Like, but... look, I got four hours to <laughs> find somebody. What are you guys talking about? <laughs> What's a... we're, we're talking about. We're talking about Chantrix <laughs> from the hey, previous episode. Ray Liotta. They got rid of Ray Liotta in those Chantrix commercials. Did, Did they? they? And they have a they have a animated turkey now, which is so insulting because the Ray Liotta <laughs> commercials were beautifully creepy and awesome. But I thought Ray Liotta was an animated turkey. <laughs> yeah. Oh, his face Shots is very fired. strange. <laughs> no reason at Ray Liotta. Ray Liotta. For no reason, Ray Liotta know. just got it. Ray Liotta, if you're watching this program, and I know you probably are, I disagree with you being taken off that yeah, campaign. Yeah, uh, so do I, by the way. That's Christian Polanco. I got nothing but respect for you, Ray Liotta. I mean, <laughs> yeah. I mean uh, uh, where was it? Uh, I used to smoke Goodfellas. cigarettes. Goodfellas. Yeah. That was his. Of course. That was his, that's it. Does no he one get remembers a, him from anything. Did he does just he get a pass for he, everything? He just had a television show, I think, with J-Lo, and no one watched it. Oh, that's it. right. Yeah. Yeah. Have you that scene in Goodfellas where he's laughing, he's doing this? What was the story behind that? He's like, ah! He's holding his eye open. Oh, that's oh, like you guys know popular, what I'm talking about? popular joke. Like, ah! yeah. the, what, right? The, the, oh, I'm a clown? Yeah. Like that whole, that's Yeah, scene, he's right? laughing hysterically, but he holds his eye. I, I just drives, I go, <laughs> what I are you doing? I do this sometimes when my eyelashes get stuck because I got long, beautiful eyelashes. <laughs> yes. You have, you have very <laughs> long eyelashes. Guys, I got luscious guys, eyelashes. Can we get a tight on Alexis's <laughs> eyelashes? No, is that, that Is that even a possibility? <laughs> I'm, I'm flickering them for you so you can get them. <laughs> okay, I guess not. Anyway, they got a close up of I'm me. I'm just blinking. <laughs> like you know, if you keep the camera eyelashes. that far back, I'm just blinking. I look like I'm having a stroke, which everyone's waiting for. Okay. Don't joke around about that. <laughs> yeah, everyone's wildly <laughs> prepared for it. Do you have it. a defibrillator yeah. here at the Fubo TV studios? <laughs> I could keep blinking the whole time. Um, so, yeah, we were talking about Ray Liotta, of course, which we, we planned. I'm so glad it went this we direction. We planned to bring that up when you showed up here. We're like, yo, of course we're going to bring this it up. This is weird. What, I tried everything to quit smoking. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> He's like, I killed everything. People. Yeah. Um, so. But the, look, basic the fact that uh, of of having this sort of uh, connection between these two leagues, like the, I was, I wanted to talk about the leagues cup, like the the fact the that the Campeones Cup in particular, there I was. Enjoyed that. I know you said leagues cup, no, but Campeones Cup seems like Atlanta United was like all in. I'm fine no, with that. That was a one off, but the leagues cup. The leagues was... cup seems incredibly uh, forced. And which is which is fine. I like the the and fact Cruz that we have these fixtures is kind of like interesting. Uh, it's a money grab. Cruz Azul the game was in raked America. over the coals because they celebrated the League's Cup back in Mexico. Everyone's critical. That's not really a trophy. I go, yeah, it's not a real trophy, but let them have their moment. It was just. It just left with a. It left me with a bad taste. In my yeah, mouth. because they were. Yeah, they. They. Uh, that was it. Who won? Cruz Azul yeah. won. Cruz Azul they, they, they celebrated and <laughs> they. they the photo that they posted of uh, the trophy was upside down. They didn't realize oh, that the, the trophy tro was upside the down. The trophy was it's upside. Two bowls glued <laughs> together. It's like a bad, like uh, you know, science fair so project. So it wasn't upside down. It's just no. It's, you could do it either way, but right. I think your name is on one side. I mean, yeah, it's like somebody like when they're doing pottery and they kind of like yeah. figure out. They just don't know exactly. When they're like, like, <laughs> 
what's going on? What is, pottery. What this the is, heck is this going is, on? You're milling. You're, uh, you're milling. I'm behind right? Christian. I'm behind Christian. My arms around him like ghosts. Yeah. God, this is, everybody knows what I'm talking yeah. about. You did. That's what you did. That's like I'm gonna try some pottery. I'm yeah. gonna. Co- I'm gonna. I'm gonna get my hands dirty in some clay. I do like how MLS was like, "What is it? One? There's one cup. Everybody play. Why don't we gonna stick two of them together? <laughs> now we're two cups. Leagues cups. Watch out. Leagues cup. Yeah. Cups. Two leagues. It's technically, one two cups. Cups. technically two cups. Two leagues, one cup. Now that's a video <laughs> I'd watch right there. <laughs> oh, you thought it was a shitty tournament, you say? We'll be right back after this. Still with Max Bredos. We're not Still. letting him leave. I uh, tried. We took his passport. It's like the Qatar World Cup. <laughs> We're now we're not invited. Way, that. Did you see the track and field championships in Qatar this past week? Nobody in the stadium. Nobody empty for the world track and field championships. Well, yeah, it's the world track and field championships. Still, it was empty at yeah. their big stadium. With a, with a uh, contestants trying to run away from the country. <laughs> yeah, yeah. From, from hard labor. Yeah. They had we need to finish the stadium. I know I'm not from here. I'm Usain Bolt. The Get runners are like, can we make the end zone or the, the, the border? Is that possible? <laughs> <laughs> they put the tape. We're, going, we're running to Bahrain, yeah. Yeah. Um, so, obviously, you've followed a bunch of different sports. Now you're mainly working in soccer. When, when the offseason hits... Do you still have a lot of stuff to do? Like, what do you what do you like to do? How do you relax? Where do you go play rugby with your friends, <laughs> with your drinking buddies? What do you do in the offseason? Because the offseason is coming soon. Maybe not too soon. LAFC looks like a good team. but Well, I think the plan in the offseason is to keep working and find things to keep the, the fan base of LAFC engaged. I mean, they look, they don't want to say, all right, we're closed for business. They have an incredible audiovisual team there, and they want to – create content with the players if they have access to them if not to do other things so the plan is to keep working and do and find interesting ways to keeping the our audience engaged but it'll be a little bit of time off i mean maybe we'll do a little mexico trip are you gonna Plus go Christ- to them? are you gonna go to their preseason typically they go thing. somewhere nice for preseason uh, you know? there's a possibility if we have, there's a reason to go and say hey we're gonna film some stuff there we'll, we'll find a way just say that anyway get the coca Cup champions league i want to see if i can get uh some way to follow them we're gonna go to mexico it's like to see if we can but yeah, what well, nice. but what about uh, speaking of the offseason the the uh, contract uh, negotiations the cba is coming up uh what are what do you think that's gonna sort of look like because there might there might be a lockout right so you might have a, a longer off there might season. be a strike not a yeah. lockout uh, uh, what's a lockout lockout the, the, lockout, owners. the owners yeah. okay sure uh, the owners is, are like nope doors <laughs> open <laughs> come on <laughs> in no, please take these shekels and yeah. just play, yeah. play for the right little money you out <laughs> he's like the old guy with the dollar on the <laughs> on the fishing pole <laughs> come on in Ooh, almost got you <laughs> what is uh what, it's what? Robert Kraft though <laughs> <laughs> oh, almost got yeah. that time. what yeah. do you sort of expect from uh, what the, the, the collective bargaining is sort of going to look like uh, because the players seem pretty unified and that they might actually strike. I, I, this is probably the strongest player negotiation angle I think we will ever have. I think you'll see the money coming into the league and the players are going to want to see that d- dispersed towards them a fair bit. I keep hearing about charter flights and I, I hope it doesn't get bogged down into that, but that's important too. But I think more importantly is for players to make the most money they can as a professional soccer Especially player. The, the window of a professional career is right. very short. It is. I mean, there's still guys making a very little amount as a professional athlete here and I think I'd like to see them get whole. I think you'd like to see more money come in so the league can get bigger stars there. But it's such a, it's such an, it's 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 a balance that needs to be met. And 
you don't want this bigger distance between the guys who make a lot of money. They don't. I'd like to see something for the American players come through. But then I'm you know, just thinking about this in a perfect world as a fan, you want to see that there's no way the league can give all this because it comes with a huge dollar sign amount. And they've got to yeah. be, you know, a lot of clubs are losing money, if not all clubs are losing money uh, in Major League Soccer. And you've got to find ways to make sure that this league is and their teams are in the black and not in the red in the future. But right now, the, the push is for the players to, to make money and they should. But it, the league steady growth as they've had since the beginning i would imagine they're going to kind of follow a similar path what do you what do you think about how the league has advanced from when you've started watching to where we are now and you mentioned there this is the strongest sort of angle it seems like one of the things that shocks me and i'll let you uh say your piece after i answer the question i just asked you uh is <laughs> i'm gonna I'm just repeat your answer <laughs> yeah, yeah. it seems to me like there's some teams that are like kind of ready to yeah. move on a bit I don't know if I don't it's think all the way enough of those teams. I think I agree, but I, I do feel like there's some owners or there's some ownership groups that are like, no, 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 we could we could add more, we could do more, we want to spend more. And honestly, how many clubs around the world actually make money? That seems right. to be rarity anyway. For sure, for sure. So it almost feels like that's not a script. Do you feel the same way? And and how how wild is it from someone like you who has been around sort of soccer from the beginning? How does it feel from the beginning of time? How does it feel? <laughs> I'm old. <laughs> yeah. I how really does, am. How does it feel to, to sort of see where we are now? Let's all say our age out on the count of three. Okay, right? 21. <laughs> is that what we were going to say? Right. That's how TV works, right? Uh, <laughs> forever. <laughs> Actually, bankrupt as well. <laughs> Just like forever 21. 26. Yeah. <laughs> Um, <laughs> how does it, how do, do you that think, was a very good answer. Yeah, thank you. Do you think it'll? Um, I had to make it into a joke. Do you think? Uh, the, do you think some teams want to expand a bit more? Yeah, for sure. Yeah, I think there's probably between five and ten clubs that would like to expand more and none build of them their owned team. by Robert Kraft. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, but I think Robert Kraft and even with the revolution, I mean, just looking at getting Bruce Arena and. And signing Gustavo Bo was a sign, step in the right direction. There's chatter about getting a stadium in Boston. It seems closer to all these things where they're spending more money than they used to be. I think we see that with Chicago's trying to stimulate their club. They know that they can't be left in the dust with all these clubs with ambition. They've got to stay at least close to their back wheel. So I think even the clubs that don't want to spend a lot of money, I'm not singling out the Revs and the Fire, even though it sounded that way, but <laughs> I, it, it, I think they're they're interested and then there's, there's clubs that want to spend money that are ahead of it. I think there's, I think collectively they're all moving in that direction. But how far would some jump? I think that's a small list. I think the league has improved incredibly through the years with the quality in the on the field, in the stands, uh, on TV. Everything is really is improved on incredibly. Social media, social media, in the pod, podcast sphere. Um, it's it's you're welcome. Yes, you're very welcome. <laughs> but look, it's so well covered. So it's. There's some frustrations along the way, but I mean, I remember covering this team and you didn't have traveling supporters and you didn't have world-class players in their prime or young players from South America that normally would head to Europe all coming this direction. It's uh, it's great to see it. So, But that's been steady growth, and I think you kind of have to stay somewhat close to that. But I'd like, I would love to see the tick up in ambition at some point and become a, a world power league, which is feels like it's kind of within reach. 
feels like it feels like we're we're on our way there and hopefully maybe something's happened that you can't say during the cba stuff because <laughs> you work for the team but we'll be right back with more after this yo all right we're back and what a fun show max thanks yeah. again for doing the show you could tell because you started with yo yeah, yo. yeah. That's what, yo what a nice personal conversation with the fans yeah. <laughs> yo what's good yo, what up, fam? <laughs> by the way i wrote i wore a throwback lafc jersey a throwback to 2018 they don't, they don't what did I say? Jersey, Jersey. hat. They don't make these anymore. So this is Those just are, uh, for the nice traditionalists. One. Well, look, you, you've been with the team from the beginning. And thank you so much for being with us. Pretty Anytime. Much the this is great fun. I yeah. feel uh, I feel I could empty the chamber a lot here with you guys. Be real. Where can people follow you? Where can people watch all this great content? You hanging out, getting sunburned. Can uh, I say we're on YouTube TV, which is kind of, you know, it's a streaming service like Fubo TV. Both excellent yes but uh if you're most of our games are geo locked in la so if you're in los angeles you want to watch the games we have a game on sunday for decision day against the colorado rapids lac looks to make some history carlos vela looks to make some history and we also have the final game for tim howard so this is one of those broadcasts that i just i'm blessed why don't don't you take part of the end for max bredos for christian blanco i'm alexis guerreros and together what What are are we we? the cool Thank you for watching and listening, everybody. Uh, This has been a ridiculous episode, but we want to make sure real quick. I'll give a shout out to uh, NYC Footy. This is uh, this kit. This is a a, a league uh, that here in New York that uh, NYC uh, Footy and uh, Cooligans FC playing and on the Volley Apparel, the sponsor on our Cooligans FC kits. And uh, if I if I could, or did you want to? No, no, go for it. Um, I just want to I just want to say goodbye to my grandmother. Um, I found out uh, right before we recorded this episode uh, that she passed away. Um, uh, Abuela, uh, I'll miss you. Dinea Luzardo, you're the best. Um, I hope Abuelo got to enjoy the few years alone up there. Que lo disfruto. You know, uh, hopefully uh, he, you know, he, uh, you guys, I don't know what I believe. I don't know if it's true, <laughs> but if you guys see each other, I, I hope you guys are resting in peace. So for Christian Polanco, I'm Alex Guerreros, and for Dinea Lusardo, together, what are we? The Cooligan!